This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust. Destination Debbie, welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. What's up, Elite Seekers? Here we are. It's episode 19. We are midway through April. We are coming up on the NFL Draft, and it is coming fast. So you know what that means. It's draft season. Last week, I brought you my top five quarterbacks of the 2024 NFL Draft eligible class. So let's keep that theme going as we dive into the running backs you want to pick up this Debbie Draft season. Keep in mind, we're ranking these players before they've even played one snap of college football. So there is a long path to the pros before it's all said and done. With the current information, this is where I believe they'll end up as they hopefully move into becoming the next elite NFL prospects in 2024 and beyond. As for traits, the first and most important thing I look for when identifying a potentially elite running back is none other than vision. Vision is something that can just help mask a lot of other average skill sets as it allows the running back to always pick up at least what was blocked and consistently gain positive yardage. You do want to see the running back showing patience, waiting for the hole to open, and then just exploding through it consistently. Now, speed is certainly something that helps in many situations, but when running between the tackles, your elite running backs need to show quick feet. Do they consistently make defenders miss with hesitation? start stop ability, change of direction, and do they keep their feet motoring forward when in traffic? Constantly bouncing to the outside with pure speed isn't going to always get the job done at the next level. So to stay on the field with quickness peace really allows these running backs to be effective in many situations, whether running up the middle or catching a screen pass and weaving through defenders. After quickness, I like to look at strength. Regardless of a running back's ability to make defenders miss, at some point, he'll be facing contact, and what he does in that moment can be the difference between an okay running back and one with elite potential. Take Marshawn Lynch, aka Beast Mode, for example. He had quick feet, good vision. He definitely didn't have the breakaway speed, but he was an absolute horse to bring down. Even a fraction of that type of strength can allow a running back to gain positive yardage after point of contact on almost every play. And that's what helps win a lot of games at any level of football. Now, when looking at players that are coming out of high school and or early on in their college football careers, 
you have to take into account their frame. Sometimes we get so focused on how much a player weighs early on in the developmental stages that it can be a big mistake without taking into account how much muscle they could potentially add by going through the higher level strength and conditioning programs and nutrition plans. To me, size isn't the end all be all, but you better be big enough when getting to the NFL level to stay on the field after taking big shots. Muscle mass is a big piece of the durability pie. Muscle and overall frame is a good tell on whether a player has the ability to be a workhorse or at least be on the field enough to earn a large share of the carries in an NFL backfield. Definitely don't penalize a player who is still physically developing. If the frame is there, it'll come. Lastly for me, when looking for those true elite running backs, you have to see some sort of receiving ability. Much like the frame early on in a player's college career, you have to be careful not writing the guy off who hasn't caught a ton of balls out of the backfield in high school or early on in their college career. Yes, it's much easier to scout when you see an offense that gets their running backs involved that way, but so many schemes at the high school level have just minimal passing, if at all. And even if they do, it doesn't include the running back as a target, but more as an extra blocker or a decoy in play action. A tool I like to use for high school players is find out if they're playing seven on seven at all. If you're scouting a running back, find some seven on seven film, it definitely can give you a little bit of a glimpse into their pass catching ability and give you a head start on understanding their total skill set. So now let's get into it. You know what I'm looking for. I'm going to give you guys my top five in the 2024 draft eligible class. Coming in at number five for my 2024 eligible running backs is Donovan Edwards, 5'11", 190 pounds, four-star out of West Bloomfield, Michigan. He's a true freshman at Michigan. I'm going to start this off by saying that I am terrified that he's playing for Jim Harbaugh. And Donovan Edwards still ended up making my top five with that. I'm not going to knock him too hard as it's tough to turn down the home state team with some super rich history and just you know over the last few years it's just been trash when it comes to the offensive players just going there and seemingly just shriveling away and never being heard from again but it's not about the scouting the coach it's not about scouting the school not about scouting the helmet this is about scouting the player as a lot can change between now and 2024 and donovan edwards talent wise he'll have a lot of input in that Donovan is the youngest running back in my top five as he just turned 18 at the end of February. And yes, that means he played his senior year as a 17-year-old before it was ultimately cut short due to COVID. In his final shortened season, he put up over 1,000 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns, plus another 153 receiving yards and three more touchdowns in the air. Only nine games, showing off his nose for the end zone. His junior season, he put up 1,400 yards, on the ground, another 560 in the air, as well as 25 total touchdowns. Reports have been stellar for Edwards in spring practice already, and all signs point to him getting playing time from day one, as there's only two other running backs ahead of him with any college carries to their name. All we have heard so far is about how hard he works and how fast he is. Edwards has already shown us how great of a receiving back he can be, but pair that with his ability as a true rusher between the tackles, 
And he could be one that turns Michigan's offensive woos around. Hearing the positive spring reports is definitely a good thing, considering the big jump from his weaker high school competition to that of a true D1 caliber squad. In high school, his team mostly ran Wildcat, but it really allowed Edwards to showcase his elite ability and just overall breakaway speed. Keep an eye on the Big Blue, as painful as that may be, because they may have just found the future cure to their problems in home state Donovan Edwards. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Coming in at number four, we got to go out to Texas. Let's talk about LJ Johnson Jr., 5'10", 205 pounds, four-star out of Cypress, Texas. He is a true freshman at Texas A&M. LJ had a heck of a Texas high school career, finishing with over 4,000 yards on the ground, and over 400 yards in the air to go along with 82 total touchdowns. Yeah, 82. He already has D1 size and strength, and it will certainly allow him to come in, be prepared in case of injury, but really give the starting job a run for its money in the 2022 season once Spiller has presumably moved on to the NFL. Now, it won't be on campus until summer fall, so misses out on spring practice development, but it seems that was all part of the plan. You know, with guys like Spiller, A-Chain atop the current depth chart, among others. LJ turned down offers from Bama, Florida, Georgia, among others. Before opting to stay in state, his production and play style was highly coveted by the best. What really stands out to me is his ability to show patience behind his blocks. And once the lane opens up, he shows good ability to break through to the second level and either just use a stiff arm when breaking back to the outside or making an extra cut before shifting into another gear. He was clocked with the 4-4-2 40-yard dash in high school. I believe it was his sophomore year, which you can see some of his big plays he was able to break, just showing off that speed. Now, I see him as being a really productive back for years to come, and someone NFL teams will covet just for his ability to always end up with positive yardage. If we see more from him in the receiving department, once he gets his chance, then the ceiling really takes a big jump for me. Target, on in three, two, one. 
Now at number three, this is one that you guys are going to have my head for, and I'm here for it. I'm cool with it. He is not someone that's going to be on probably anybody else's top five, but trust me, I believe that'll change. And that's Seven McGee, five foot nine, 185 pounds, four star out of Rochester, New York. He is a true freshman with the Oregon Ducks. Now, Seven McGee has been putting in work with this COVID season, flying from New York to California to participate in football when his local teams were shut down. We could see Seven make an impact by the end of the year for Oregon, even though he isn't participating in spring football. He's now bulked up another 15 pounds and is reportedly at that 185-pound mark, which made him an easy choice for me as a top-five running back who can move all over the field. He's one of the most electric players in his class, and he'll be dominant catching the ball out of the backfield or out of the slot. There are recent videos of him going viral, showing his ability to make spectacular catches, contort his body in ways that just running backs just don't see very often. With the new age football player needing to be a yak monster and just explosive wherever they receive the ball, Seven will show us that in an elite way with his quick feet and ability to change direction on a dime. When he is not making defenders miss, he will show you a great ability, even at his shorter size, to rise up over defenders, come down with contested balls. He's got an amazing vertical. Now, I really feel like he's severely underrated at this point, and there's a big reason why Oregon went across the country to get this young man. Seven McGee is one of my favorites out there, so be sure to stay tuned to this guy and what position he ends up playing, where they playing. He's just so versatile. He is going to be a star in the Pac-12. At number two, we got to jump over to the big schools, the big dogs. And we're going to go with Will Shipley coming in at 5'11", 200 pounds. He is a five-star out of Matthews, North Carolina, a true freshman with Clemson. And there's a reason this guy is my number two. Coming into Clemson as the number one rated all-purpose back in the country after the Tigers are sending Travis Etienne to the NFL. Sounds like a great opportunity for a running back. During his high school career, Will Shipley put up a massive 4,173 rushing yards plus another 1,411 receiving yards and 80 touchdowns. He helped his team win back-to-back state championships while earning MVP honors with his 256 rushing yards and four touchdowns in his last appearance just helping to cap off an undefeated year finishing the season at 16 and 0. He was also named the Gatorade High School Player of the Year for North Carolina. Now, although Shipley has all the skills you look for in a scat back, he's much tougher than advertised and has the strength, toughness, and just frame to run between the tackles with no issues. His toughness, his great feet definitely have a lot to do with the other sport he starred in, and that is lacrosse, where he held multiple high-level offers and led his team to -to back-to-back state championships. This kid is a winner. In the spring, it was all about track for him, as he was also a track and field champion, using that speed he became known for on the gridiron. Now, when you listen to Coach Dabo Sweeney talk about him at the spring game, he's just gushing with how hard Shipley works, how talented he is, Coach even hinted at him playing early on, as he mentioned he would be a complete back sooner than later. Now, Shipley is not going to make a ton of guys miss with lateral agility, but his vision is great, and he shows great ability to take one cut and just explode 
for a huge play with his breakaway speed. And once he gets ahead, you're not catching him. He's just that fast. Now with how Clemson has used their running backs over the years, this just seems like a great fit and a great opportunity now that Demarcus Bowman has transferred. Travis Etienne, as mentioned earlier, is beginning his NFL career. So watch out. Shipley is the dude. He is a great fit for Clemson. And it's going to be a fun one to watch. Now it's fun to be cute and try to make your rankings stand out and this and that. But I got to go with the consensus here. My number one is Travion Henderson, 5'10", 210 pounds, five-star, out of Hopewell, Virginia. He is a true freshman already enrolled at the Ohio State. Man, rich keep getting richer. Travion is a special, special talent coming out of the Virginia high school scene. Now, although he didn't get a chance to play football his senior season, due to the state of Virginia moving football to the spring this year amid COVID concerns, Travion showed us everything we needed to see his junior year of football as he played a little bit of wide receiver, a little bit of defensive back, and of course, what we're all here for a little bit of running back. He helped lead his team to two consecutive state championships and ran for over 2,400 yards and 45 touchdowns in his junior season alone. Not career, just that season. Now, coming out of high school, Travion last weighed in at 195 pounds, but he's now listed in spring ball for Ohio State at that 210-pound mark that I mentioned, and he definitely looks the part of someone who used his COVID year wisely. We've already seen the former number one running back recruit in America show off his athleticism and speed in some highlights posted by the Ohio State football social media team. He's stepping into a deep running back room, but nobody there can match his quick feet and speed. There is no reason we won't see him on the field early in games any later than October, in my opinion. This kid is the real deal. And now it'll just be about processing the different competition level where he ultimately becomes a Heisman candidate. Yes, Travion Henderson is that talented. I don't think it's far-fetched at all for him to put up a J.K. Dobbins-like career. Dobbins also was close to the same weight coming in, while Travion is slightly taller. Now, him enrolling early and getting involved early for spring practice should be massive for his development and really help accelerate the process overall. Trying to stop the wide receivers that Ohio State continues to put on the field as well as a dynamic back like Travion will be a tall task for the best of teams. Travion's footwork, his lateral agility, and speed are all what make him special. Now, due to how much faster it seems he was than all of the competition he faced, it was really hard to judge his vision, although it seemed good. I'm excited to see how that translates to the next level. He's a baller, and he just has the ability to be patient behind his blocks before just blasting out of a cannon through any hole the Buckeyes offensive line creates. Now the fun part about Henderson is what makes his ceiling so high, and that is his receiving ability. He could take any short passes to the house at any time. With his time spent running routes as a wide receiver, he has a great chance to become a problem for any linebackers looking to stop him from catching a pass. Travion is in a great situation to see playing time early, to continue to develop and just adjust to the new level of competition and really prepare his body for a great career at the NFL level. With how much we're hearing about running backs coach Tony Alford spending extra time with Henderson after drills, coach Ryan Day mentioned how Henderson has already flashed and he's looking forward to seeing how that translates into the spring game. 
as well as being the first freshman running back ever to lose his black stripe in spring practice since Urban Meyer implemented the tradition in 2012. I'd say that all signs are pointing to go time for the young prospect, Travion Henderson. He's the number one dude. I see no reason to move him down from there. And now you got my top five quarterbacks. You got my top five running backs from the 2024 classes. Hey, we're getting somewhere. We're making moves this offseason. It's been good. I appreciate you guys. But it's that time. It's time for the quote of the show. I'm going to hit you guys with this one. Set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. That's from Rumi. Hey, that is a, a powerful, powerful quote. It's short. It's sweet. But let's talk about that. Setting your life on fire. How do you become the motivation for yourself? Because you can't bring that from other people. It's got to come from within. And then just surround yourself with people that are going to continue to push you and just continue to raise the bar for you. You know, people that already succeeded in their own rights. Have those conversations. Be vulnerable. I appreciate you guys. We will see you here next week. As always, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at the Ben E-B-Y. I'm always here. DMs are open. Thank you so much. That's all I got for you. Elite Seekers out.